0: Hello and welcome to this podcast. This is Confessions of a Personal Trainer. I'm Chloe, a personal trainer who has helped hundreds of people get results over the last six years. I now run a small group personal training business, an online coaching business, and my aim is to educate, inspire, motivate you, and hopefully challenge the thoughts that might be stopping you from reaching a goal. Hopefully, we'll also have some laughs along the way. Hello, if you find yourself hung up on the scales, annoyed with the scales, and maybe thinking that actually the effort that you're putting in isn't showing, then today's episode is going to be for you. Because I was doing a client check-in this week, and one of the clients, she's fairly new, but she said that she's a bit disheartened by the scales, which I understand, and this is very common, so I'm not going to say, oh, don't get disappointed by the scales, because I understand that it can feel like your effort isn't paying off or your your effort's not being rewarded or maybe the hard work isn't right. Maybe you feel like you've done something wrong and I understand how this can feel very, very frustrating when you are putting in the work and maybe when you are a beginner as well, so when you are new to something, you feel like you should get the results and this can be very off-putting as a a beginner as well or just not even as a beginner, just in general. So I did a check-in feedback and I posted on Instagram and I said, if this gets 20 taps, if you tap this sticker, one of these new features, if you tap this sticker and it gets 20 taps, then I'll know that people want to to know how they can get some advice around the scales. Um, anyway, I got way more than 20 taps. So I thought, right, let's do this as a, an episode because then that way I can go fully into this. So this episode today is going to be all around the reasons why the scale hasn't changed. But how do you deal with that as well? So not just the reasons why it's not changing because, you know, there's there's loads of reasons why it's not. But more importantly, it's, it's how you can approach that. So it's, just, it's like someone who's worried by saying to them, don't worry, that doesn't make their worry go away. So it's a bit like that. It's I'm not going to say, oh, don't be annoyed that the scales aren't moving. It is, OK, how can we approach, how can we deal with the fact, how can we manage the expectations or the emotions around the scales. So that is what we're going to talk about today. So first of all, I want to talk about the reasons why the scale doesn't move because there's loads of reasons and this can be, so sometimes when I've got uh, clients in and and they say, oh scales haven't changed, especially as a a beginner or if you've changed something in your your training routine, if you are training at high intensity and that is weight training, that is running, that is any kind of high intensity, physical effort. If you are putting in effort, if you are doing something different and you are moving your body and you're putting your body in distress, even if you feel like that maybe you've recovered or you feel like it's not that much on the body, it's hard work and your body goes through quite a big shift after you have trained. So your body takes time to recover. Your body is trying to repair itself. So let's say you have done a a big leg session. For example, you did some squats, you did some lunges, you did a heavy weight session, your body is going to be taking some time to recover. That means that your muscles will hold on to water. So your water retention is going to be higher after you've trained. Also hormones as well. So we will always be dealing with hormones. We'll always have to manage some kind of hormone change in our body. And whether that's because of lack of sleep or a a change in sleep pattern, or maybe you've had a really busy week at work, you've had more meetings, you've had a project to finish, there's been a deadline, there's been a lot more going on. So maybe your, your levels are, of stress at work have changed this week maybe you've had to commute a bit more maybe you you tend to work from home or you've had to um you usually work at home but you've had to commute this week or you've been in and out of the office you've been at different places that again is going to have an impact on your recovery the food you eat so are you um eating high high salt foods if you're eating something that's higher in salt or sugar your body's going to respond differently to that as well there's so many things. If you've been poorly, so if you've been under the weather, again, your body's stressed, your body's not recovered properly, cortisol levels will be higher because your body will be stressed. There's so many different things. There's so many different things. And this is why the scales aren't really that useful. I always refer to them as a tool. It's it's a piece of data. So it, it's it's just there as a tool. It's just there to provide some information that we can use as a a guidance so we can use this piece of information for future it doesn't give us much that we can take meaning from so if you if you look if you're looking for meaning think about the effort and this is something that I will always encourage members to do is to think about the things that you have control over because these are the things that are going to be the most beneficial for us so if we have control if we think about things that we can control And that could be um, our habits, our actions, our efforts, the processes and the strategies in place. And are we consistent with all of those? So if we can focus on making good habits and good actions, and if we can put in the effort, if we know that we have showed up, done our best, we couldn't have done any more, that is all you need to do. If you can be consistent with that, and you can do that over time, you know you you are doing everything you need to do. The things we can't focus on or the things that we shouldn't be focusing our attention on as much is the scale and also aiming to be perfect because perfect isn't achievable we can't be aiming for perfection we also can't be aiming for reducing body fat from a specific place so these things are the things we want to focus on less and we want to try and focus our energy on the things that we have control over and this is a really good mindset to be in because as soon as you think, okay, what is in my control, what am I, what can I do to make sure that I know I am showing up at my best? I've got a client actually who's just come to mind. Since we've worked together, her weight hasn't changed an awful lot. So she's, she's got a fairly good relationship with the scales in a sense that she can weigh herself and and be okay with it. You get to know really, there's a lot of people that I would encourage to avoid the scales maybe, but there are people who I know that they would see it just as a data tracking tool. So this client has a good relationship with scales. She hasn't changed weight that much since we've been working together. So we've worked together for over a year and her weight has been fairly consistent, but her body shape looks completely different. So what that means is in terms of her body composition, so this is almost like a, a muscle gain versus fat, type situation that has changed her body composition so what has happened is her muscle mass has increased and her body fat has dropped so because she's built more muscle mass that has and it's more lean muscle mass that she's built her body looks different but her weight has stayed the same because there's there's a, a myth of um muscle weighs more than fat so when, if people have, have gained weight, they might say, oh, it's fine because I've gained muscle. But actually, if you look at five pounds of body fat versus five pounds of muscle, if the, five pounds is five pounds. So if one weighs five pounds and the other weighs five pounds, that is five pounds. But muscle takes up less space in the body. So it's not that it's going to weigh differently. It's just that you're if someone is, let's say you take two people that are both 70 kilos and one is pure muscle and one is mostly body fat, then they're going to look very different. They might weigh the same, but they'll look very different. So that's that's the difference in body composition. You can change your body composition. So you can build lean muscle mass while you're losing body fat. Because this is another thing. Some people say, I need to lose weight before I can turn it into muscle. No, you don't. You can absolutely do both at the same time. So you can be losing body fat. While building muscle mass. And that is going to mean that your body shape will change. So you might not necessarily have lost weight on the scales, but nobody is going to come to you at a party and say, Oh my God, what do you weigh? They will say, Oh wow, you look amazing in that dress. And that's because your body composition will be different. You will look different, but they're not going to know what you weigh. So, this is one of the things I definitely encourage people to think about is okay, how do you want to feel? And a lot of people want to look good. Like, there's nothing wrong with wanting to look good. You are allowed to say, do you know what? I want to like the way I look. And I encourage that. I think we should. Because I think it's it's sad how many people avoid mirrors or don't want to have photos taken. And that, that has nothing to do with our weight. That is our mindset. That is our perception of what we weigh. That is because we have either told ourselves that we weigh too much or we don't look good enough and that is a story that we're telling ourselves. So if we can break away from whatever the scales give meaning or whatever we give meaning to that number on the scale, that is going to impact your mindset. So this is why I'm very big on encouraging wins. So not thinking about the scales, but thinking about how do you how can you how can you measure progress? So it's nothing to do with weight loss, but how can you measure the fact that you're making progress? And these can be all kinds of different things so like a, non, a non-scale a non victory can be things like wearing a yellow dress whereas normally you'd wear something black because you'd want to hide or it, it, you think that wearing a black dress is more flattering or more slim and you wouldn't be seen in a colour but actually you want to wear something bright and vibrant and you want to buy a whole new wardrobe that can be a really good non-scale victory or things like your energy levels and actually I've got another client who um, was was quite frustrated that she hadn't seen results on the scales but her daughter's in a wheelchair and she is able to lift her daughter without assistance. So she can lift her daughter who's in a wheelchair. That's amazing. I I was so pleased for her when she said she can do that because that's something that is just, that's incredible. There's not a lot of people can do that. And she can do push-ups. And that's another thing that a lot of women of her age might not be able to do. So it's all about, in perspective, it is all about how is this going to be changing your lifestyle, what is different about your lifestyle, is it your sleep quality, is it the fact that you've got more energy, you can run around after the kids, or you're attending more social events, you're not saying no to social events, you're actually going out and putting yourself out there a bit more, or you're going on a a date and normally you'd hide away from a date. All of these things are the things that I encourage people to focus on, and not the scales. Having said all this, I still do advise people to to weigh themselves, I don't adv- maybe not advise them. I am not. I'm not against the scales, so I'm still pro scales. I think they can be useful, but I do think that there's there's ways you can ideally do it. So, for example, I wouldn't weigh yourself just once a week. I would probably do it every day, or commit to doing 30 days of having a process, having a strategy in place, and then do it on day one and do it on day 30. Because what is going to happen if you weigh yourself once a week, you are likely to have fluctuated all week anyway, because fluctuations can happen from various different reasons. Like I said at the start, so it can be if you had a poor night's sleep, if you're not feeling very well, um, if you're female, due to the time of the month, these things are going to impact scales as well. Um, so many different things will. Salty meals, whatever you've eaten the night before, or if you've been out for a meal and then maybe you've had higher food volume all of these things are going to impact it dehydration as well or if you did a um, a big tr- training session the day before there's so many different things that means that every day if you were to weigh yourself every day you would see different fluctuations but i think that's really helpful to understand okay actually everything does change it does change every day and that's okay sometimes if you if you weigh yourself once a week and you'd get just a random piece of data you get this random number write it down and then next week random number there isn't really any anything to to compare it with any trends so if we are looking at remember this is just a piece of data that's all the scales is if we want to see trends we need a little bit more information so i think weighing yourself daily can be really effective to see trends so if you imagine a graph and you've got 30 pieces of, of data in a month compared to four pieces if you did it once a week you're not going to see as much of a trend if you weigh yourself weekly so it's fine if you're just interested in knowing a number fine you can weigh yourself move on if you feel like you do need a little bit more then I do suggest doing it every day the only issue with every day is that some people do consider that as obsessive and it's not if you were to get on it get off move the scales get on it again get off it take off a piece of clothing get on it again maybe that is when it starts to become a bit obsessive if you were to just weigh yourself take a note of it see it as a piece of data that you're going to store so that you can come back at another time to monitor that that trend that's fine the issue for most people is that the scales become something that either they fear or they want to avoid and then because they've got these negative emotions associated with the scales that is how it impacts going forward it can it can Let's say they step on the scales and they've increased by a pound. That can ruin someone's day. But then the more you start to understand that, okay, this doesn't mean anything. It is just a piece of information that I'm going to just take a note of and then carry on with my day. And it's just another tracking device. That can be really effective at understanding, actually, do you know what? My body is going to change every day and that is okay. Also, something else to bear in mind is everything you do today isn't going to miraculously provide results tomorrow. So even if you are putting in the work and you're showing up, you're doing all the things you need to do, you've got a step goal in place, you've got um, accountability there, you're eating the right things, that doesn't necessarily guarantee results straight away. So it's the same thing as if we think about planting a flower. The flower is not going to grow overnight. You do plant the seed, you go water it, you've got to nurture it, you've got to let it grow. It's a process and it's going to take time. It's, it's the same as that. The, the results don't come immediately afterwards. So everything you are doing now is going to be adding up. So this is why a 30-day consistency or commitment can be really helpful. Because if you think, okay, I just need a strategy. I just need a plan. And I'm going to commit to doing that. I'm going to commit to doing the, the same things, being consistent for 30 days before I make any changes. Because this is another thing that some people will be... Thinking, oh, well, it's been four days and there's been no result on the scale. So what's the point? But actually the four days that you've put in the effort, maybe the result is going to come on day five. But if you give up on day four, then you're never going to see the result that was coming. So it's, it's always important to think everything is, is delayed. So the results are going to be coming, but you have to stay consistent to get them. Everything about, is about consistency, which is very boring by now. But that is, that is the key so my advice is to think about the things that you can control the process the strategy your actions your behavior your effort your decisions everything that you choose to do if you commit to that and you do it and you are consistent then that is a bonus because you're already doing things that most people won't do because most people aren't consistent so if you can stay consistent and And that doesn't mean perfect, remember. That just means that you're doing what you can and then if you do slip up, you get back on track. Consistency always wins. And that is far more important than whatever the scale is telling you. Thanks for all of your support and feedback on this podcast. If you find these episodes helpful, please share them with a friend or leave a rating so that other people can find them too. If you need any support with anything that I mention on these episodes, please feel free to get in touch. You can also find me on Instagram at underscore Chloe Longstaff tag me if you do share this on instagram because i love knowing if this content has been helpful if you'd like to find out more about personal training you can find my personal training business online at podpersonaltraining.com you can also find us on instagram we are at pod underscore personal underscore training and we'd love to hear from you